Good evening, Albert. Hey, Ryan, I've got a great anecdote for you. Okay, what is it? Uh, you know, you go to work, you know, and people want to throw these Super Bowl luncheons, right? Yeah. So they do that, and then, like, all they want, they want your money. They want to, you know, they'd be like, oh, that pizza's $15, and they want to pocket <laughs> some of it. Yeah. Worst spread ever this yeah. year, let me just say, yeah. right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I forgot about it. And then I walked down there. I was like, oh, no one's really around. So I took some food. And you didn't pay for it. Two days in a row, actually. Oh, and is that the anecdote? Um, You kind of took the food? I took the food and I was like, I don't feel bad about this. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It was also the first time they ever asked for a minimum amount of money. They're like, make a dish or just donate something. And then they were like, $15 minimum if you want to. If, if you, you want to come. Right. And oh, then, and you didn't pay that. But And I'm, I'm like this. I'm like, I could make a $3 dish of macaroni <laughs> and nobody would even look two ways. And then you're making money on the thing. Not paying $15 for a slice of pizza. I mean. And a bunch of croutons because the salad was all gone. That's a great anecdote. <laughs> this is a podcast called Don't Be an Idiom. It explores the origin stories of common phrases and idioms and... You know, if you heard the story at the top of the show, this riveting tale of conflict, of ca- courage, of um, uh, of criminality, uh, in, a, in a sense. No, it's I knew, I it felt bad, and I liked it. You're kind of like a Robin Hood for yourself, like yeah. a food Robin Hood, a slobin <laughs> slobin Hood. I would watch that miniseries. <laughs> That's kind of what you're slobin Hood. Of. That's my like life. Slobin I feel like. Yeah. Dude, today I you drove... You sloppy. Today I drove home in my car, right? This is Do real... You eat candy? No, no, because I'm trying to watch my sugar. But this is this is what I'm doing instead of candy. Two sp- slices of stolen pizza from, <laughs> from school, right? Right. Um, on, a, on a paper plate, there is a Ziploc bag with two slices of frozen pizza that I brought from home and, was and it, didn't eat. I was going to say, I so it's been sitting in your car. I had it in the mini fridge. Were they in Ziploc the, bags? The, the one. That's funny. No, no, no. The, so the stolen pizza is on a plate. Yeah. My frozen pizza from home is in a bag oh, sitting yeah. on there. And, um, I, I'm eating the pizza while I'm driving home. The stolen pizza. I've never eaten a slice of pizza while driving. You know what the weird thing was? I was like, this is so natural. Yeah. But then I, I told my brother that I did that. He's like, you're eating the pizza while you're driving? Yeah. I mean, I've seen Dude, people when, eat while they're driving. I will say that when I'm if you're on the highway and you see someone like <laughs> eating a sandwich while they're driving, yeah. I'm always like, Dude, what the fuck? Just like park for two seconds. I know. And it's just so funny to see because I'm always yeah. like so taken aback. Well, I was like, "We well, got a hoagie. You're going 65 <laughs> miles an hour. You got a hoagie, and you're steering with the hoagie. You're steering with a hoagie. But There's like, mayonnaise on your steering wheel. Like we, you know, we go on the road a lot, and yes, I feel like so many times I've seen people eating something in the car that's not just like Trail a mix. little snack. That's yeah. fine if you're if you're throwing Pizzeria it combos. in your mouth. That's fine. Chips, but like a sandwich. Slow down and take take a look around, cause your next heart attack is right around the corner. They got they're busy. They got places to be. They're in a rush. I know you're in a rush if you're eating a sandwich in the car. See, but it's the ro- enjoy the road. Oh. And don't it's not the destination. It's the right. journey. Where are you getting to? Your mother in laws. Just saying. Yeah. Right. 
I gotta get to my mother-in-law's, who I hate. <laughs> right. Yeah, and so this this show, <laughs> it looks at the phrase mother-in-law and says, how did that, you know, how did that come to be? Why do we say that? Right. You know, or... Eventually. Uh, or uh, slobbinhood, you know. Where well, is right. a, we make up new where, stuff, We too. make up new stuff. You know, clown food, you know, whenever, whenever Albert talks about food, I think of clown food. Yeah. Which... which you know, that is really coined here. here on this show. And people, you know what clown food is. You all have a friend who right. eats clown food, or you are that person. Yeah. And listen, if we we're, were talking like, corn dogs, it, <laughs> popcorn, any candy, cotton candy, jelly beans, jelly like beans fucking, is such clown food. Yeah. It's food. like you go to a fair and stick out your arm with, and just run down all of the concessions. Just stands. rainbows and sugar. It's just. <laughs> And I'm over there and I'm like, I'm crashing hard. I'm crashing hard. <laughs> right. My eyes are sockets reduced to cinders. Oh my God. <laughs> He's barely near the microphone, people. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, I'm, I'm how I genuinely forget sometimes that no, we're, we're recording. It's because I get excited and then I'm afraid it's going to... It's gonna clip. Oh, clip! <laughs> I do appreciate that. I'm trying to, I'm this, trying to this regulate. This new setup is there. a little less clippy than our old, you know, first half of the the show. Yeah, before you know, we were like in a, a half a million dollar studio, soundproof, <laughs> bottle service. So shouldn't it be not clipping if that's where we were? <laughs> uh, no, we got used to that because then we oh. lost everything and we're here <laughs> in your kitchen. Yeah, it but does you gotta feel admit, that way. it does sound pretty good for a kitchen. It does. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's all the uh, all the bananas, I guess, taking the sound, or insulating it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, today it's uh it's the Chinese New Year Eve. Chinese New Year Eve. But in a couple hours it'll be yeah. And we in the past we've dedicated some serious tops of the show to uh, the Chinese New Year. Yeah. We're what? like the Chinese New Year guys. <laughs> well, for we a don't... while that was like I feel like we were like, oh, we're only doing two shows a year: Chinese New Year and freaking our New Year. I felt like that's all <laughs> that we really ever was covered. it for a while. Yeah, like t- twenty-one through twenty-five is probably that. Actually, I think, but the... this is the year of the dragon, right? I mean, year that is a good the... year. This is the year of the dragon. I mean, because yeah. like being like, if you're a rat, if you're got a, a rat year, you know, oh yeah, we, like, we did have made a big deal to the pig year. We did, but we also did the metal rat. Yeah, I feel like yeah. we've been reporting steadily on the Chinese New Year since. Well, but the you, first year was very exciting because that was our like renaissance a reunion, year. A reunion. The return of Saturn return. kind of shit, yeah, right? Because yeah, yeah. it was the first time in 40 years a water pig was born. Right. So and No, I, I thought you meant you were saying because it was our first episode after I'd been away for a while. Also that. Which made it seem... Also like that. Year. I mean, there was a lot of things going on. So do you know anything about the Year of the Dragon? Uh, I know that that is like the one. That's like, the one you want. Like, And, you know, you could go like, duh, right? Because like, as a kid, you look at it be like, oh, let's see, a, a rodent or a pig or a chicken, a horse, a dragon. I'll have to take a dragon. I'll take the dragon. So I just think it's like everybody wants that. And it has like very like strong, charismatic... Uh, powerful uh, characteristics mm. and like a lot of the leaders have been, you know, dragons. Oh. oh, cool. Yeah. And actually there's even this like legend sort of thing that maybe like some of the first emperors ever were dragons or like descended Whoa. from dragons because oh. they're, 
shit is so ancient, yeah. you know? Like, I could that's, believe it. That's a cool little legend. I'd like to look into that. Yeah. Nice. So, dragon, people will actually plan their... Like, like having babies. Babies around trying to get them born in a dragon yeah. year. If it's like... I'm sure they don't want to wait 11 years what are, they're not, right now. What are we... Are we water pigs? We're or water wood? pigs, yeah. Water pigs. No, we're water pigs. Yeah. Okay. So, that won't happen again for like... <laughs> Like forty-eight years or something. Well, no, because isn't it fifty? With Chinese New Year's, aren't there like a bunch of years? Yeah, well, it's a twelve-year cycle, right? Oh, okay, so twelve years, but a twelve-year cycle. But then I think and it's, then it's like a different element pig. Wood, twelve years. Oh, fire, twelve yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Wow, so yeah. that's a long time, right? Yeah, that sinks that's up. true. Yeah. Now, a fun little fact was I was doing a little presentation for the class today, and I was like, oh, you know, they all have the Zodiac sign, kind of like our thing. I was like, now, when were you guys born? And they said their number, uh, and it was like, we're dragons. They freaked out. I was like, oh, shit. Like, I didn't even realize. I was like, guys, this is like your, this is like your New Year is like coming up right now. Whoa. And the funny thing is, though, only half the class was dragons. The other kids were uh, snakes. Oh, but snakes is cool too. But then I told them this other fun fact that in China, it's common to call snakes small dragons. So I was like, you guys are just like the dragon's like feet. You know, it's like. Very similar. Not bad. Like better than. Bad. We're pigs. Like, I know like, we're pigs. Oink, oink, baby. <laughs> I mean, I love, you know, I love, I love pork ham. products. <laughs> but it would be nice to be a dragon. Anyway, happy Chinese New Year. Yes. And. and we're going to really big show. We've got a really big show for you. You know, we we're it's episode eighty seven. We're inching towards ninety, which means some eggs are in our future. Mm, I know frequent, sweet delicious eggs. I know frequent listener Dan Whitcomb was very disappointed in us when we didn't eat eggs. Right. That one wait, was there zero or just I think one? it was like maybe episode sixty. There was oh we just skipped it in general. Yeah, we were like, right? we're like no one's paying attention. No no one we only we only eat raw eggs. Right. And then we got called out by several people. Yeah. Well, what's funny is all those people that are calling us out, they haven't even had one egg. Like, no, but in the he, last, did, I remember, oh, he did the he, first miner's breakfast. Oh, that was awesome. He did of, it before we did. Of course it's got to be him. He's so cool, no matter what. <laughs> we still haven't even done it. No, we did. We did. <laughs> we did. It was that time. Because I remember we were like, oh my God, the egg takes up so much the space of the glass. Oh, yeah, and it, it felt weird in your mouth also. It always does. It was like a pocket of air or something. Wait. It's not air. Dude, where did we, did we prepare it ourselves? We did them at here. The house? Yeah. 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 <laughs> now it's all coming back to me. But uh, w- within this episode 87, uh, we've, you know, Albert and I have looked up some, some idioms. I don't know. Mine's very common. I think we used it last episode or maybe two episodes ago. And I was like, I just got to do that. You know, and that's good because mine is... It's not even uncommon. It yeah, is. No one knows it. This is, there is a small group of our listeners that would, a very small chance you know, that anybody people, would know. From the get-go, <laughs> you've gone with more obscure idioms, which I appreciate. But I do think if people are tuning in, they they would also like, like to know the to history of things that they've used. All right. But yeah. introducing new ones is also interesting. So, Well, here's the thing. Um I shall reveal my secret later, <laughs> but also, <laughs> uh, also in the, the reasons that I've picked more obscure ones have all been for different reasons. Like the very first time I was sure, a good story. I was sure that Ryan would pick 
I'm like, there's only like eight idioms. He's gonna, I gotta pick something crazy. Oh yeah. And I and I that was where I came up with Sweet Fanny Adams. And it was like at the end of that show, I was like, what the the <laughs> possibility of us picking the same one? But it did it's happen happened one, that only time, once. which is crazy. Only once. It was was it Die Hard? Yes. Wow. Yeah, only once have we ever picked the same idiom. What so a great one to follow. At fall this point, on it's been you know it's been about you've learned about 160 idioms more. Yowza, right? Because we did those Garfield specials. Oh yeah, <laughs> that we doubled up. If you if you've been taking notes, you've probably learned the histories of almost 200 idioms. Yo, if so. you're taking notes, I would love a copy actually. <laughs> No, dude. What if we had someone a, taking What notes. if we had a super fan, like a like kind of kind of scary a little bit? I wish, that'd but be they fun. were like, I have been writing down the funniest parts of all of the show. not the funny, my favorite parts of all the shows. They're catalogs, history. Yeah, they're catalogs. Bing, bang, boom. We we would be like, oh, can we? We got a book here. I mean, I would want to see that. Cha-ching. We have a book. <laughs> This fan's book. Yeah, but then we, we tell them we cut them in. We cut them in. They love us, so they're going to do whatever we say. They, I said, they. Uh, that- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but her's good. <laughs> uh, it'd be better if it was on her. But anyway, uh, you know, then we just make it. And then we don't have to do all this talking all the time. <laughs> the book reads itself to you. Okay. All um, right, here we go. So, yeah. <laughs> Okay, let's think about that gist. sentence. You get the gist of this yeah, everyone show, gets right? The, everyone gets the gist. But, you know, about 15 minutes has passed. And, uh, <laughs> That's plenty. You know. <laughs> and we're going to get started. Um, yeah, one of our one of our one-star reviews, uh, it was like, I turned this on all excited, and I turned it on, and it's just two idiots babbling on. Too That's much right. of all that. That was one of our first. That was uh, the exact quote, reviews. wasn't it? Too much of all that. Wasn't there something about no one cares about your guinea pigs or something? <laughs> Didn't they, somebody say something about like hamsters or some shit. Yeah. Hey, if anyone wants to leave any positive reviews, that'd be. There are is some that, there. Is that still there? Like, if you go, look I think back, you go to, I think it's on Apple. If you go to, like, oh, the Apple go, I have to see that. There's some funny ones. I gotta see it. But I just remember that first one because it was like I think I was like maybe our second review ever. Yeah. And it was like these idiots. Well. Talking too much about nothing. Let me let me but we, say. We, we will get to the history. We will. Soon. We're going to get there. But just uh, to comment on on all such things, like the problem is, is you don't like us yet. Like we're not. We need to be more popular before we allow ourselves so much of this banter time. Like people are like, I just love these guys so much. We are like, we jumped way ahead. We're like, we're giving yeah. people. They want to know. They want to know, yeah. But that's the thing. A lot of people say, this is my favorite part. <laughs> I don't want this part in the show. Oh, come on. I don't want in the show people saying, this is my favorite part. You guys talk about Okay, wait, wait, wait. But then there was that one time where I had a friend say, like, I hadn't seen him in a while. He's like, oh, uh, you know, Albert, I actually like your show. I listened to it. And I was like, oh, that's so cool, man. Just I cut out the intro. Really appreciate it. And he's like, the one thing is like... um, you know, I just wish you'd kind of just like be more serious because it's like a really, it's like a really good concept. And I, I remember I like looked at him and I started going like, ha, like he was going to go, ah, eh, gotcha. And then I realized he was being serious. Yeah, so that's maybe that's not bad. That's not bad criticism. That's, no, it's, it was honest yeah. criticism that was, that's, is what it was. I mean, he's got a point. I respect him for I it. do think that the histories <laughs> can overall be sometimes serious. 
No, the histories are serious. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till you see how serious this shit is. Look. All right. So the game we're master just having fun. Game master's brought a game. We're we just uh, no after no this offense. no more fun. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> no offense. After this, no more fun because it's no. the game. It has to be a little fun because it's a game. And then someone, it's gonna be someone wins, it goes first. We're gonna get right, right down to it. <laughs> we're gonna get those idioms out, and we're gonna get everyone home in bed and tucked in by before eight. eight. <laughs> it's before nine thirty nine. <laughs> before or by eight. Our promise to you. All right, let's go. What's the game? Well, we have, we got this one here, which of course you. Whatever is the well, least noisy. Oh, well, they're actually both <laughs> dice games. <laughs> All right, so let's do. Um, I think how do you play turbocharged? Well, it's just like left, right, center, but there's a turbocharged button. Let's do bowling dice. Yeah, we'll just each roll. All right, I'm gonna pause this and save. Here we go. students make like presentations you know on mm-hmm. like google slides right right google slide presentations yeah social studies project whatever and they love it they, they go like they love having the freedom and the power they put it all together or whatever but they um inevitably when they finish doing the information and all that mm-hmm. stuff they start adding like gifts and yeah, all these sure. crazy star wipes and it is just like when you get to the last slide it is like Acid trip. Yeah. <laughs> and I love it. I think yeah. it's really funny. Right. Not everyone loves it. <laughs> so, um, I'll, I, you know, I'll tell them, I'll be like, guys, like the presentation was, was perfect as it is. Don't go drawing legs on a snake. Oh, drawing legs on a snake. Oh my God. Yeah. Adding unnecessary bells and whistles. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, to overdo it. To add something, to add to something that's already perfect. Wow. You don't need it. Huh. Oh my gosh. Is this an, this is an idiom that people use? Well, in honor of Chinese New Year, this is a Chinese idiom. Really? And it's actually called I haven't guessed the history yet. Oh, (laughs) I thought you were asking why I, oh no, oh no. No, that was my whole thing. You gotta lay off the information up front, bro. I thought you were genuinely interested. <laughs> well, yeah, oh, I am. Oh, like, because you were like, I've never heard of this before. And then yeah. I was just gonna say, well, that's because it's not an American. I should have just said it's not an American idiom. <laughs> <laughs> Leave this in. Oh, I am. I I'm am. sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. It's fine. I'll, so, where um... do you think it comes from? <laughs> okay. So. Okay, well, since you told me it's a Chinese idiom, I have to incorporate this into my history. So, or you could go radically in the opposite direction, man. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say okay. <laughs> there was a young woman from the Shanghai province who was sick of the city life. Hmm. You know, she was sick of it. You know, just being dirty and noisy and all the people, and she was like. I'm going to go out into the wilderness, the the, Gan, the Gansu province. And so like, 
very far. Yes. Right? And it's just way more, it's way more desolate. And the sweet she's wind alone. blows. Yeah. And she decides she's going to be like a teacher. In sure. This, in the very small little village there. And uh, she, what did she want to do? She just w- wanted to kind of like, she's like, I'm not working in an office anymore. No. I'm going to just make little like crafty things Yeah, in the middle of nowhere. And somehow kind I'm going to pay for this whole shack. And she, um, you know, she wanted something fancy. Right, but she oh, also wanted something that kind of like represented the land, you know, in the yeah. in the province that she moved to, and so she called it, you know, snake yes. pottery or whatever, you know, yeah. like snake arts and crafts. The snake, and she just used really like this huge logo of of just a really cool looking snake, and um. Yeah, because your art moves slithers along like a snake. It slithers along like a snake, and snakes, you know, even though in some some pieces of literature or, like, in cultures, and maybe this is, like, a Western thing, I don't even know, but Mm. snakes are are, um, portrayed as being evil, like, you know, they're parallel. Get out of here with that. But snakes are not evil. They are not evil. They're cool, really. They're definitely cool. And it's like, all right, so sometimes they, like, eat other animals whole, but, like, so do a lot of things. I think a lot of people are just uncomfortable because they're like this animal without legs. They're like right. they're like that is like <clears throat> alien to me. Well, and this I is, never feel weird about. And this snake, is what though. this is what she thought. So many she wasn't getting any customers, and she didn't think like, well, it's because I'm in the middle of nowhere. Because there, there's people hiking. You know, these people come out, and there's like people live in villages in yeah. the, in the area. Like we just walk into the mountains and hope to find a small shop with a lady with a bird nest in her hair. <laughs> And and she's like, I gotta maybe if I like make this a little bit more flashy oh, and put legs yeah. on the snake, yep. it'll make people less a little less comfortable, less uncomfortable. <laughs> and all of a sudden, like all all these people started coming. They're like, you gotta go to this. Like she uses the materials around her, and she like you know makes little crafts and. You know, it's that her her, the, her logo is a snake with it's legs. Legs, it's like she's crazy. God, she's crazy. Like she just got she's done her. with the city. Makes me feel alive. And um, and well, you know, it was great success. Yes, but of competing, it was a competing. No, no of course, kind of um, copycat. She wasn't even copycat. She was there first, but she, you okay. Know. Well, okay. <laughs> but she was just jealous that. She you know, didn't get the popularity. Yeah, she didn't get the popularity. And she, you know, and she just, everywhere she went, she just kind of spread a little thing. Like, you know, you can't just put s- legs yes. on snakes and expect, yes. you know, everyone to love your That's art and your stuff. That's a great story. That's right? a great story. And she's just kind of gossip in that way. Like, yeah. She thinks she can do that. You can't just do that. You can't just put legs on a snake. Yes. And think that everything's happening. That's like, a great better. origin. Because like, you know. You can have like a logical conversation about like why you're upset, but at some point you're having some like you're having some drinks and you're like you can't just put legs on a snake. It's like a Seinfeld episode. You know? Yeah, it's like right. Just, that sign. Right. It's like oh, you can. She did, and she's she successful. Did. Yeah, but well, her stuff's also a little bit like higher quality. The legs on a snake girl. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's that too. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> Great. That is the story of legs on a snake, man. 
Wonderful. Possibly, you know, no. that's just, if I had to guess an origin, you that's got, not it. You got the part about it being in China. But that's because you gave that to Damn me. Damn it, I really spoon fed that wonder, to me. I wonder. But no, we got a great story out of it. It was almost like but it was actually, meant ver- to be. Very rarely do the English idioms that we talk about on this show, very rarely are they do they connect back to somewhere in Asia. Like Yes, because I feel like their language has have, their own idioms. Of course, yeah. And yeah, there's not always like a direct translation. Yeah. But like they're... We, there have been at least two or three. I know I saw one today where I was like, oh, we have that. I was like, I wonder who had it for, like, I wonder, they, I mean, they probably had it first <laughs> because they're, they're like thousands of years older as far as a civilization, like, a, you know. Yeah, but which, what, Jidium? I can't remember now. It was a simple one. I was like, oh, that. What was it? I can't remember right now. You did a whole, a whole one about Mao, Mao Zedong, didn't you? <laughs> did I? Or did I? That sounds like you. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I, I feel like I remember a Mao thing. But Mao is not the time to talk about Mao. <laughs> We're talking legs on a snake here. So what I was going to give away even more before Ryan stopped, stopped me was that this, it, this is a Chinese idiom also known as a Ching Yu. Okay. So I think that's the word for Chinese, Chinese idiom. Okay. Yeah. Um, so if you break the if you break it down, uh, it's Hua Xia Tian Zhu, and it literally means to draw snake to add legs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like a direct translation. Hua Xia Tian Zhu. Cool. The legend is an old one. Let me tell you, brother. <laughs> it's, I was thinking more modern. Dude, no. That's and that's why I made that comment before. It's like. These guys have been around. This mm. is from the Zhu Dynasty. Yeah. Goes back to like 1050 BC. 1050 BC? That's a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, they're wow. like... All right, and so that, that's how long ago this this idiom was, has been around? It or is this, apparently from that dynasty. 1050 to around 250. Wow. So somewhere in there, that's crazy. you know? Um, I'm betting like more like the late, latter. It's a huge end. difference. Well, that's because they knew how to dynasty back then. That's true. They were like, the sword of lightning, bring it 800 down. 800 years? That's a crazy long time. <laughs> They're like, I'm not fucking dying. I'm Dragon King, baby. That's the best. Wow. That's because they believed in shit back then. Yeah, yeah. All right. So there's a there's like an old like story. And I feel like it's probably just like a, is it a parable? When it's like a lesson teaching story? Fable. Fable. That's it, right? Basically... There's this family cleaning up after an ancestral ceremony and there were four sons and they noticed that there was one pot of like the fancy wine left after the party, right? And they said, all right, let's have a contest. Whoever can draw a snake the fastest in the dirt with a stick uh, wins the wins the pot of wine. Okay. So they're like, and go. And so they're all, and then the one brother like gets it done real fast. And he's like, oh yeah, wine's mine. Right. And then he's like looking at his brothers and like, they're still fucking drawing. So he's like, let me just put a little details here, a couple legs. And then the other brother who finishes his snake, he stands up and he's like, ah, give me that wine, boy. And he snatches it away. And he's like, wait, I, but I beat you. I got you first. And he's like, no, he's like, the, the mission was to draw a snake. Snakes don't have legs. You lose. So do oh. not draw legs on a snake. Oh, okay. Because you'll miss out on an opportunity. He or... lost the wine. Yeah. Wow. It was already perfect. Right. 
Why, God. Is it, why is it taking him so long to get the wine? To get the wine? The first time. Because then he finished and he's like, oh, my brother's. Well, that's told. the thing. I feel like maybe the brothers were not that bright or something. Or maybe like, you know, like maybe you overthink the, the like, be like, okay, draw a snake. That's just like a little, like it's yeah. nothing. But right. like, maybe they were like, no, but we have to be more detailed or we're like not going to win or something. Maybe they were overthinking it is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like kind of like how you're overthinking it right now. <laughs> yes. I just wonder about that jug. Like, could you imagine like getting like a clay pot of full of like ceremonial wine and be like, that oh be my bad. boy. And then you drink it and you're like, and I'm keeping the jug. It's nice. <laughs> that would feel good. Dude, that jug. Like, I wonder if that was like a thing. Be like, look at that. Like, yeah, I drank that once. I drank that jug that of wine. My, like, you know, Beautiful jug too. I put my ch- spare change in it now. <laughs> okay. Um. So that is the origin story of it. Okay. That's awesome. Pretty cut and dry, right? Yeah. Did you have any <laughs> did you have any questions about dragons or anything like that no. that I might know? No. <laughs> dragons. This is about snakes. Oh, right. Fuck, man. I'm <laughs> fucked. Oh, I know. I know what I was gonna do. Right. So this was a Yeah. So this obviously was a snake idiom yes yeah and as i mentioned at the beginning of the show snake they have a word for it it means small dragon oh yeah you did mention this so it's like you're the dragon that was foreshadowing uh i meant to just save it until now but then it felt like it came up naturally before (laughs) that's why you shouldn't have conversations about any of this stuff Uh, well i didn't i didn't mean to get that much into it oh i needed people to know that i was thinking new year's Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that makes Listen, sense. this is good. This is keeping it in. But, uh, <laughs> but what I thought would be interesting is because it's a Chinese idiom, I just wanted everyone to know that we have like an American sort of version of this, which is to gild the lily. Ever heard that one? Gild the lily. To gild the lily. Like make the lily beautiful even though it's already beautiful? Uh, yeah, it's like, because like gild is like covering something with a small, it's like like a thin thing, paint of gold, right? Mm. So it's like, Lily's beautiful. Let's let's put gold paint right, on it. Yeah. You know, like, it's like, don't, I feel like, hmm, I guess you could use it either way, but it sounds negative. Don't do not do that, right? Yeah, like, don't put lipstick on a pig. I love that one. <laughs> I love that those one. Are, by the way, those are not similar, really. In no, but I get concept. it. Actually, I thought about the lipstick on a pig thing earlier. I was like, nah, I can't really bring that up. But anyway, I just thought, Gild the Lily was kind of an, it means sort of the same thing. Yeah. And it comes from sort of Shakespeare. Oh, okay. From King John. Yeah, why sort of? Because it's a like, listen how it's actually first written. Therefore, to be possessed with double pomp, to guard a title that was rich before, to gild refined gold, to paint the lily, to throw a perfume on the violent, blah, 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 blah is a wasteful and ridiculous excess. But did mm. you hear what he said? To gild refined gold, to paint the lily. Yeah. He never says gild the lily. Right. So it's believed that this was just kind of misremembered. Yeah. And people started just kind of mashing the beginning oh, sure, yeah. and end together, which I thought was interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. A little bit of history. Yeah. Like it's kind of like the purpose of the show. Parallel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, that's pretty much it. That's awesome. And that's, Thank you. uh, don't draw legs on the snake. Well, that's what we do for Doobie a Monster. Uh, well, that's a wrap. <laughs> How about that? <laughs>
That's the way the cookie crumbles. I will be right back with another. All right, well, we'll be right back with another idiom history in the briefest of moments. I mean, you could say, like, if you, to, to draw legs on a snake, oh. <laughs> you know, but often people tell you, don't, don't draw it. Like, so there's a don't added in. Right. There's a Chinese idiom. Drawing legs on a snake over here, guy. Guy. Uh, and now. Now it's Ryan's turn. Now it's my turn. And Second I want to mention, place. in the past, uh, I often forget which idioms we've done. Oh, um, right. This is going to be great. So I don't think I've done this one before. But well, before the, the past, show, Ryan said he's like he's like eh, I might have I might be doing this. It, might be one that you've done that before. I've done before, and I was like, dude, I'm surprised I haven't done one that I've done before. Well, I've almost done that a couple of times. It's but amazing. We've um, in the past discussed to fiddle while Rome burns. Uh, okay. You did Roman Holiday, which we had a big kind of a musical number wow. for. Wow. Um, and today I wanted to do. When in Rome. When in Rome. Do as the Romans do. Yeah, no, I didn't do that shit. And, and do you know anything about the... Oh, have you looked this oh up before? Oh, God, no. Actually, no. I so like, we... No. I think we say this a lot. When in Rome. Uh, yeah, what does it mean? So the whole thing is when in Rome do as the Romans do. So it's like uh, kind of just blend in with mm-hmm. what with the, everyone's doing around you sort of thing? Yeah, when visiting a foreign land... Follow the customs of those who live in it. But now, more often, it means like um, if you're in an unfamiliar situation, follow the lead of those who know the ropes. Yeah. Like, when in Rome, I guess we're doing this, like, yeah. kind of thing. It's exciting. Yeah. So it has, you know, dual meanings. I just feel like some, everyone's at a masquerade when, they, a when masquerade. they're in Rome. You know? Yeah. Where do you think, uh, what do you think the origin is of this is? How did this kind of become a phrase that people used? Well, I guess the obvious guess would be Rome. Uh, yeah, I would say it probably has something to do with Rome. When but Rome, do as the Rome. But it could have been someone else talking about Rome. Right. That too. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah. Um. Okay. I think I will keep it in Rome just so that I'm not a total idiot. This is... A terrible guess. Okay. I just want to go ahead and start with that. But I keep coming back to this same image. You got to say it. I'm coming back to it. It's like a cartoon playing over and over in my head. Okay. So I got to get it out so it stops. There is a guy, like a like a messenger from okay. what's near Rome that somebody would that they not from Rome. Naples. Uh, Naples. The guy from Naples like comes over <laughs> and he's like, 
all right, I guess I got to go deliver this package to the freaks at Rome. Yeah. And he gets over there, delivers the package, and he's like, oh, God, I got to go to the bathroom. So he's he's looking for the bathroom and he's looking around at how everybody acts and dresses. And like they're like, oh, everyone's got a freaking leaf on their head and togas. And there's... <laughs> oh, this is old. There's sandals. Oh, yeah, it's okay. old, you know? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like he's got to like walk there. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I was thinking it, like the '60s or something. No, okay. <laughs> no, this is back there. So you know he's going to the bathroom. He's starting to look around. He's like, oh, you know, I guess, I guess I don't hate the the leaves on the, the heads. And you know these yeah. doves fly down with like the uh, uh-huh. with the wreath and they put it on his head. He's like, sees himself in a piece of reflection of glass you know, not, that, not, not bad, bad not bad yeah you know he goes into the bathroom he's he's in a lot of bathroom he's, stuff. he's using his hog <laughs> uh-huh. and like the, the roman guy next to him's in a toga and he looks yeah. over and he's like good one buddy <laughs> and 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 he's sitting there and he's like oh, no, i'm not so bad over here in rome you know so then he like he he like accidentally gets his pants stuck in the like toilet and it rips them down <laughs> so he has yeah. to go to the paper towel dispenser there's a you're doing that thing makes, it, you're doing that thing again where it's like totally anachronistic like a oh, paper oh, okay, towel okay, dispenser okay, okay. in but ancient, like, ancient a flintstones Rome. one where it's like a pterodactyl with a roll of toilet paper pterodactyl okay you know yeah so he gets that he like He's like, oh, he's got paste all over himself, and he like walks out, and he's in a. It's it looks like it's shaped like a toga, the yeah, paper yeah, towel, yeah, yeah, toga, yeah. you know. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, you know, Rome's not that bad actually. They like my hog, and then he goes out into the road, right. and he's like waiting across the street, and a um, one of those uh chariots, you know, mm, yeah. like rushes by four horse chariot, four horse chariot <laughs> rushing by. And he's like, wow, we, but the, the wheels of the chariot run over both of his feet. <laughs> I love imagining how this history got passed down somehow. <laughs> but he's like, it hurts, but he looks down and he's like, oh, his boots that he is wearing are now shredded into looking like Roman sandals. <laughs> and his toes are sticking out. And he's kind of like looking around and he's like. And it, it's you know, another instance bad, of him liking, bad. realizing he likes a thing. All right. Is this, so, is this the last? So he's like, he's just like, man, you know, went in Rome, takes out a book of matches <laughs> and throws it in his cart. <laughs> he's, he's like, so long, old life. And he just decided he's going to be Roman. He's like, dude, when it, like, you know, he was hating on it. Yeah. He like kept having these things happen to him and he right. realized how good it was. And he's like. Not only, he's like, he wasn't even trying, he was trying to hate it. Yeah. And like Rome blended into him. So right. when in Rome, right. let Rome make yeah. you Roman. Right, yeah. Boom, that's an answer. That's, good job. Um, that's, that specific story, it doesn't work quite like that in the actual history, but I thought, you, I thought there was a lot of imagination. <laughs> In mine. Yeah, in yours. Do you feel yours. like you could see what I was talking about? Yeah, yeah, I saw about? it all. all right, cool. Yeah, it, was yeah, like a, it was like a weird offshoot Disney We all thing. see it. Okay. We all see it. <laughs> all right. So this all begins with Aurelius Ambrosius, which... Ambrosia Salad. Who was... Ambrosia Salad. Who was alive... Well, I, we should look up the Ambrosia Salad thing. I'm curious about that now. From 
uh, Edward Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands. I never even knew what the hell it was. Right. Because our family I, I think wasn't my like mom, an Ambrosia the, family. I think like, I, my, you know, my mom's from Pittsburgh, and they do have a lot of like funky food things out there. I can see them there. doing that in Pittsburgh. I wonder if, if that is it, because I feel like I've heard her mention it before. But um, anyway, uh, Aurelius Ambrosius, he was alive around the time that you're talking about, which is like, you know, early ancient yeah. Rome. Um specifically like the fourth century. Okay. Yeah. Fourth century AD. And later he was venerated as Saint Ambrose. So I'm just gonna call him that. Oh, he's definitely he's a saint. He's making that Ambrosia salad. He's that's what I'm saying. Like there's no way the Ambrosian salad is not named after it's him. It's like look, Ambrosia even salad. as the emperor, like life is a little hard. Can you just like make me a really unhealthy dessert? <laughs> well, call it salad. <laughs> Okay. This is Ambrose talking to. I'm the freaking emperor. Ambrose isn't an emperor. Uh, what is his deal? He's a saint. He's a saint. <laughs> who, you know who people. Was, are... He was like a theologian and a statesman, but he was never as powerful as an emperor. But sorry, I got. Emperor, I was thinking Rome again. I know. I thought maybe you were. I thought maybe you were <laughs> being him, saying, "Emperor, you know, I'm the bishop here. Oh, I'm a big deal. Maybe you make me a salad called oh, Ambrosia salad." Yes. No, that yeah. makes sense too. That's no, in my head, I'm I'm like, make me the best dessert. No, Ambrose was like a bishop, um, and he was a bishop in Milan from 374 to 397. Not a bad place to be a bishop. Not if a you bad. Ask me. <laughs> You're telling me. That is a nice place. Bishop in Milan, he's like, this is, I can still do it with people. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Which, you know, incidentally, was something that he struggled with (laughs) in his writings. He wrote a lot. So St. Ambrose was very influential in, like, what we think of as Christianity and, like, you know, uh, Western thought. Thank you, St. Ambrose. He railed against paganism, you know, which was, the majority of people were pagans in the fourth century. So he had to be like saying, you know, this was, but there was Freaking also pagans because they were all out in the woods and they're like, they're like, we don't, I can't fight this. They got just, they have like boots, like real boots. We have like a broom. What are you talking, are you talking about? I'm just what like, all pagans are about? witches. <laughs> These pagans have boots. Emperors. No, 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 the pagans are like, we don't have, we're poor, lowly pagans. They, they, these are people from the church. No, pagan, money. Like, even emperors were pagans. Yeah, I know. That's what this I'm saying. Is, I'm, I'm, I'm saying it, it's, it's only, a satire. Oh. <laughs> it's only been, you know, a few hundred years since Jesus was alive. At this point, Christianity has caught on, but there's all these different branches. There's also Aryan Christ, Christianity, which oh, I had to look oh. up. Not Aryan race. Uh, but uh, not, not, <laughs> you said it. Not a good sound, though. The um, I, There's all these, there were all of these branches of Christianity in the fourth century, and I guess there still are today, but um, this one, the Arians, which was named after the specific priest who had this like thought, mm, believed that thought. Jesus was created by God, but was not one with God. Sure. And therefore it was considered heretical. But I was like, wait, is Jesus considered? And then I had to like look it up and like, they're co, dude, it's so confusing. Yeah, I think I, I just thought it was, it's kind of interesting because of how confusing it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so wait, real quick though, is We're talking this about the Trinity. saying, I know, the Holy Trinity, it's like they're all the same thing at the same exact time, so he's like, yo, I jacked you out of me, but you're me. It's like, oh, this is for you though. I'm. It's not because I'm interested in what would happen. Dude, it's for humanity. Well, the Aryan Christians believed like, yeah, God created Jesus, but 
you know, the whatever, the, the totally. Catholics. It's it's um it's called co like co eternal or something. I gotta say, I kinda like the spin. You take something classic like Holy Trinity, <laughs> Holy Trinity, don't question the Holy Trinity. He's like, wait a second, wait, whoa, whoa. Because like honestly, I feel like when I think of God and Jesus, like back when they used to make us think of that that yeah. stuff, I always kinda forgot about the Trinity when I yeah. was thinking of just God and Jesus. So I was like, God's the God. Jesus is the son of God. I don't go like, yo, you're God, Jesus. No way. <laughs> right. But so that's. I'm with this guy. The, you're, so you're, maybe you're like, I, I can I see where the Aryan Christians saying. come from. Not, I don't love the name. They have to be Aryan. <laughs> well, the Nazis came like a thousand, sixteen hundred years but later. But where'd they get the idea? Oh, that, that we should look into as well. <laughs> to ambrosia salad, Aryan race. Got hey, it. we could do a corrections corner next week. <laughs> corrections corner. Uh, no, uh, Set the record straight. All right. Anyway, but, you know, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. The Father is not the Son. The Father is not the Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not the Son. The Son is not the Father. Right. But the Father is God. The Son is God, and the Holy Spirit is God. But they're not. This is a this is a diagram I found that explains it. <laughs> Wait a second. I feel like this is just being insane. Actually, but it's right? dude. It's like there's. I found out like on this like christian like uh teachings website it's a it's like a diagram it's used so they're just trying to say that god is still the father the son and the holy spirit but the father but and those the holy things spirit are not each other are not each other exactly well okay you know what i think i think i kind of thought that anyway what the fuck that's like <laughs> Is he saying they don't share consciousness? It's like God is like, okay, I'm shooting you guys out of me. And then at that point, we're sort of like not, we can't like read each other's minds or anything. What is he saying? And also, if I agree with him, what does this change? What does this change? Nothing. Like, could you imagine this guy's homilies? He's like, you know, because really, week 777, he's like, when you really think about it, right? They can't be all the same. Like... This guy in the back is like, shouldn't we learn something about being good people or anything? Shut up, Larry. Get out, get out, get out. Sorry. Yeah, so this is, uh, I would say that this is a little off topic. You know, No, this is all about your idiom. Well, it's only, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's a in a way. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm just trying to give you some, uh, some foundational knowledge about St. Ambrose because he plays an important role in this, this this uh, idiom. Um, I, there is one. I was trying to look up like cool things about Saint <laughs> Ambrose. Saint Ambrose all, rode were, a motorcycle. <laughs> they're also kind of like they're all dumb, but there was one. There's like a legend around him that when he was an infant, asleep in his cradle, a swarm of bees settled on his face, <laughs> <laughs> and he became Bee Man. <laughs> No, they were like going in his mouth and coming out of his mouth and not stinging him. And his father looked on at his infant son, whose face was covered in bees. And, and when he's they- like, "Why am I hard?" <laughs> the swarm, the swarm of bees lift off, and there's like a single drop of honey. And the father says, "My son is going to be eloquent," and he was right. He was, St. Ambrose was very eloquent. Oh, eloquent. Yeah. I thought you were going to say like honey, honey tongues. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what he said? 
Yeah, but like, you know. <laughs> no, that's funnier. I know it's funnier, but it, I, I couldn't, I knew I couldn't get it out if I tried to say it. So the drop of honey was on his tongue. I think it was on his face. <laughs> I think it was on his face. So, um, anyway, very influential guy. Then, someone who you've probably heard of, Augustine of Hippo. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? No, I've not heard. Hold on, that guy, Saint Augustine. Oh, right. I have. That's his first name. It's Augustine, got, Augustine of Hippo. Augustine of Hippo. Yeah. Wow. Two his, good names. I, th- I damn it. I, th- I thought I had written down his actual name. Saint Augustine. Uh, there's that song. Band you of Horses hate. song. <laughs> I do hate that song. I and love Band is, of Horses. Which but. is funny because I always thought I was like, oh, that's a nice little interlude type of song and when it, when it comes on you're like <laughs> and then you're like I'm like and you're like this part here this is what's annoying this part and I'm like oh I guess so oh yeah I, I just know. don't I think d- I know mu- music enough I mean you can just not like something yeah it's just I, it's not a great it's nobody's favorite band of horses song I don't even consider it a song alright so this is a, this is a little off topic as well so um <laughs> So St. Augustine, he came from Rome to Milan to be a professor of rhetoric. So this is when he was young. He was not like a saint yet. He was not like even into religion yet. But actually, it was the teachings of St. Ambrose that made him become in, like, that got him into religion and Christianity. So if it wasn't for St. Ambrose, who was covered with bees, yeah, St. Augustine would not have even gotten into Christianity. I'm just going to go out there and say something real quick that I never really realized before. It's yeah. like back in the day, yeah. a person who like totally just throws everything away and is like, dude, I'm going to be like fucking like so into this religious shit. It's like, it's kind of new still. And like, it's like, whoa, what, I'm thinking about the afterlife. I'm going crazy here. Mm-hmm. And then like the bee beard story or whatever. And then you're just like, and I'm going to fucking Milan. And then like, these, they're kind of rebels in a way. Yeah, well, I don't know about rebels. <laughs> yeah, literally, like, I, I don't even fucking care about life. I want to just see about all the other shit. But, um... They're out he, there, is what I'm saying. They're out there. Sunglasses. Dude, he was the guy... jacket, motorcycle. He formed the idea of original sin. Like, St. Augustine's responsible for that. These see, guys are heavy hitters. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, first of all, that's crazy. <laughs> I had no sin. idea what St. Augustine's deal was. <laughs> I thought he, like, liked animals or but some we've, shit. We've t- <laughs> I get St. Francis. Yeah, but I feel like they all sort of had animals around them, too. It's like, not only did I do a thing, animals are all, like, up in my junk. <laughs> well, but we've brought up St. Augustine several times on this. Um, several? Yeah. Okay. Definitely several. Okay, so he brings up original sin. That's what I'm talking about. Imagine that's a unique thought. Mm. Be like, fuck it. I'm original sin. Like, you wrote that shit? Well, he, as you... You kind of you kind of said a couple times in your own. He came from Milan. No, no, he went to Milan. He was in Rome, and when he got there, he noticed that the congregation did not fast on Saturdays. Mm, fucking and he was like, "Hey, you know what's going on here? Like, you know, in Rome we fast on Saturdays." And he goes to Saint Ambrose, who was now you know who was older than him, was wiser. He gave him some sage advice, and he said, "When I go to Rome." I fast on Saturday, but here I do not. 
Do you also follow the custom of whatever church you attend if you do not want to give or receive scandal? Oh. So that was the advice. Wow. And, and St. Augustine had took that advice, wrote it down in a letter, and sent it to someone. He's like, you know, St. Ambrose told me this. What do you think about that? And so it, there's actually like documented history. 387, somewhere between 387 and 390, he wrote that in a letter. And for the, from then on, dude, people say that when you're in Rome, you got to do like what do the Romans do? You don't have to fast. No, 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 you fast. <laughs> no, listen, let me tell you something. That is a huge, that is an atom bomb of information. Can you imagine like St. Augustine being like, holy shit, this guy just blew my fucking mind. Like, have you heard at like when in Rome? Like, duh, like duh. And then like, he sends it off and he like is putting it in the mail and then like Ambrose comes up behind his show. He's like, I told you so. I told you it was great. And he's got like these huge bug eyes. <laughs> yeah, that and would be then, something. Boom, we still say when in Rome so fucking much. Say it so much. Dude, we say all it all the time. I say it all the time. I hear it all the time. I feel like the two of us say it all the time. And I'm just like, it would be good for everyone to just know where it came from. Dude, and that I, very specific that, moment is where it came from. That is like a portal straight back to a thing that fucking right? rules that's hard that's what this show is all about right here and when i was um just reading about saint augustine um i was reading about like his death and i've got a bonus not bonus idiom but a bonus etymology let's go so shortly before augustine's death the vandals who are a germanic tribe that converted to arianism that same oh, thing. here we go again <laughs> They invaded Rome in Africa, where um, where Augustine was was living, because that's where he's from, and he died during this 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 raid, and um, they're like that's where the word vandalism comes from. This like no. yeah, this Germanic tribe, because they were one of the tribes that uh, no. were responsible for the decline and, and fall of the Roman Empire. You're telling me vandalism comes from a tribe of a Germanic tribe the vandals that would fuck shit up that like sacked Roman cities and shit. That is crazy. Isn't that crazy, dude? That's your add-on, and that's better than my freaking idiot. That <laughs> no, rules. it's not. No, dude, that's great. Vandalism. You know, like my brother used to listen to that punk band called the Vandals. Yeah, the Vandals. And I always remember kind of being like, I never really gave the Vandals a chance. Yeah. They play this one album all the time, and I was like, it's actually pretty cool. But I was like. But the name, right? It's like, the name's a little, like, whatever, right? <laughs> but that makes it triple-double cool. Triple-double cool. Triple-double cool. Um, I'm pretty much done here. There, There is a way that um, that phrase that St. Augustine wrote down that St. Ambrose had said kind of became modernized. And it wasn't until 1599 in the play by Henry Porter, The Pleasant History of the Two Angry Women of Abington, where there's this quote, Nay, I hope as I have temperance to forbear drink, so have I patience to endure drink. I'll do as company doeth, for when a man doth to Rome come, he must do as there is done. And so that concept, right. it's like the kind of the first moment in, you know, semi, like what is so that, that's Middle like English? The actual writing of it? Um, that was the first time it kind of got modernized and used figuratively. Ow, 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 ow. That was 1599. And in 1621, um, Robert Burton wrote, like Mercury, the planet are good with good, bad with bad. When they are at Rome, they do there as they see done. Puritans with Puritans, Papists with Papists. I love it. I just feel like it's like what's also nice about this idiom is uh, like when in Rome doing the like we also just 
cut off where like it's so well known that you don't even have to say the whole thing. You'd be like, when in Rome, when in Rome, but you don't even have to finish it. That's it's right. that popular. That's like a nickname f- because a name was so, the idiom was so popular. Like it's a nickname. Exactly. Yeah, not a lot of the nickname, but what's the word? Kind of, you know, like when you you're so familiar with someone, I'm like, hey, Rye, 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 how you doing? Rye, you know? Rye, Rye. That's like that. Yeah. Well, th- that's um, all she wrote on when in Rome. I only need to say when in Rome. And you say it. Um, listen, everyone, we, we thank you for for uh, hanging with us for this hour and listening. And we know that there were moments. We did try to make it a little bit more serious. The history is a little bit more serious. Yeah. But um, there may have been a couple of side histories. We may have gotten in our own way a little bit. But next uh, next episode, 88, um, Lucky 88, um, we'll probably take that. We'll probably go. Very with, like, seriously. Yeah. The Magic 88 Ball. Magic 88 Ball. Um, check us out on our Patreon. Um I've, I've not very nice. It's a very nice Patreon. I've not posted on yeah. Instagram in a long time. Nice. Just because I'm kind of just yeah. like, yeah, I'm kind of like over Instagram. to help you guys disconnect. Right. Everyone's got to disconnect a little bit, so right. we're helping with that. Right. Plus, I, I just know don't, personally, I, just I don't, don't like seeing myself anymore. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I used to be a, a young guy. <laughs> That's a long time ago. Um, That's but, why I like this medium. You don't need to see anything. But really, we love you guys. Thank you for checking in. And um, until next time, don't, don't be an idiot. Be an idiot.